780. Getting through it this morning on a Tuesday. We'll have high school baseball and softball for you later. Yesterday, this man that we're about to talk to, this this fine young lad, and that's probably stretching it, uh, that we're about to talk to, actually wrote about the Skowhegan softball team that will be covered this afternoon by the two gentlemen across from me, Wing and Palmer. Travis Barrett from CentralMaine.com wrote about them. We will talk with him now because apparently his schedule's too busy today to finish it at a normal time. Welcome in, Travis. Hold on a second. Hold on. I got to do a thing. You sound like you're in a, a small. You, you, I believe. Are you? Is Timmy in the well? Just call it. Bark twice. Hold on. Oh God, this is awful. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, let's try that. How about now? I can hear you fine. Okay, now you're better. Can now, you better. now we can hear you. Okay, you really? Were, yeah, it was not pretty. We were good. No, it was awful. Yeah, it was not. It was not the best. Like I said, you were down in the well. Like, how was it down there? Was it scary? It was. I assumed. Yeah. I assumed it was. I assumed bats. it was. They're bats, but I'm gonna use my greatest fear to power me. So I'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll be. You're gonna be okay. You're gonna be all right. Yeah. So uh, let's let's discuss a little bit about this uh, Skowhegan team. Are they? Do they ever not win, or are they just always there at this point? Uh, you know, it's weird. It's an interesting trend the last couple of years. But yeah, they're. You know, the last three years have been really, really good. I think in, in 2016, if my math is correct, uh, that was the first year they went to the state championship. That kind of surprised everybody. They, I think they got into the 60 that year. Um, and they were really young, and uh, and and I think so. What the beauty of that is, you know, last year they were basically a bunch of sophomores and some juniors. This year they're a bunch of juniors and some seniors. So I think, you know, this is what we do in this business, right? Like if I look ahead to next year already, because you know I'm never content with what's happening right now in my life. Um, I think they're gonna be they're gonna be really good again next year. So yeah, this is their time of year, and I think it, this is the for me this is. I think I said it to you, uh, it might have been two weeks ago we were talking, I was like, just get to the playoffs. Let's just get to the stuff that matters. Well, today is the stuff that really matters. I think this is going to be, um, I don't know, I don't, we've, we've talked about it before, I've done this long enough, I don't look forward to much anymore because I'm just miserable, cranky, and uh, overheated. Um, but I think this is one game today I'm really looking forward to. These are the two best teams in Class A North. They have been all year. They deserve to be playing in this game, and I expect nothing less than really, um, really low scoring. One or two chances they're going to be the entire game, and somebody's going to go play for a state championship on Saturday. And it should be one of these two teams. What uh, what happened in the KVAC title game? I know sometimes teams don't take those games quite as super uber seriously uh, as yeah. they need to. Is that what happened in this one but or not? Because I want to know if I can use this as any sort of measuring stick. I don't know if you can. I, I So I asked... Um, Lee Johnson, the Skowhegan coach, I asked him yesterday um, before we got started, I said, hey, obviously I wasn't at the KVAC championship game. I said, did you guys play that straight up? And he said, we played the game. And he left it hanging in the air. And I said, so I can read between the lines? And he said, you probably can read between the lines. So I think he, I think uh, without having seen it, I, I, I just feel like more and more and more in every sport, um, people look at these conference championship games as everybody's going to play. We don't even if you play your starting lineup. I don't think you you go into those games with that same kind of mental edge 
So, but even then, okay, let's say they did. It was still a three nothing game. It wasn't like it was, uh, you know, eight to one or something. So, I just think they're really good and they're really evenly matched. You know, last year in the regional final it was five to four. Uh, during the regular season this year, it was two to one. Uh, I just think we're in for that kind of game, and, and you know, I don't think three nothing is a crazy, ridiculous score anyway. So you probably could read into it a little bit. But this is so even. I mean, they're just they're two really good teams. We're talking with Travis Barrett from CentralMaine.com. You can find him on Twitter. Just look for T Barrett GWC. That's T Barrett GWC. Travis Barrett from CentralMaine.com joins us now, continues to join us. Still there? I see you're playing with the audio over there. Yeah, now I'm fixing something. Now you actually sound really good. Okay, now now we're okay. I think Wing can even hear you now. I can. Which is really exciting. <laughs> oh, I, hey. I think the. Was Travis? Wasn't the regular season game two to one, Skowhegan? I think yeah, even right. that game was close. Yeah, you, obviously you couldn't hear me before. Yeah, um, <laughs> it was. <laughs> and you know what's so much, what's funny about that game is uh, fifth inning, Oxford Hill. Uh, they played in Skowhegan. Oxford Hill, top of the fifth. They get a run. Uh, in the bottom of the fifth, Skowhegan comes back. They've got a runner. They've got runners at the corners. I think that's how it worked out. Um, nah, maybe, I, I'm trying to remember. I know that they ended up, they, they had a play where there was a stolen base at second that the middle infielder from Oxford Hills dropped, like had her dead to right, just couldn't hold on to the ball. And then, you know, a batter or two later was a two-run single, and uh, so he can held on one, two to one. I think Oxford Hills actually out hit him in that game, if I remember correctly. I think it was like five to four or the hits for Oxford Hills or something like that. So it was, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's going to be that way again today. I just, I really feel like it. So having said that, it will probably be 7-5 to five today. Um, there'll be 25 hits between the two, seven errors combined, you know, I mean, that kind of game. But I don't, I don't really see that happening. That sort of crisp game, yeah. That we're... Yeah, I think it will be. I, I think this is one of those, like, get there early because it could be over in, in 56 minutes. Yeah, no, you've jinxed it now, so good job on that. Travis, I, you know, look, I would not be opposed to a 56-minute game. Yeah. <laughs> Travis, going back to the KVC championship uh, yeah. issue, you know, I know yeah. that uh, Paula Doughty, the, the the very successful field hockey coach, yeah. she would beg not to play it. Yeah. She doesn't want to get anybody hurt. Yeah. She's prayed yeah. for rain. She's done everything she can to try to get out of it. Yep. Not, and she's not alone. Um, we've seen, um, in fact, I, I know... Uh, it's in every sport, right? The Winslow Girls Lacrosse team, they finished unbeaten in the regular season, and they ended up going to their KVAC championship game and had a, had one of their key players get hurt. I know um, in the Mountain Valley Conference uh, two years ago, Monmouth Girls Soccer just flat out refused to go. He said, I'm not going. Let the other two teams go. And he raised all, and Gary Trapps and the head coach at Monmouth raised all kinds of eyebrows over that one. People were not happy about it, especially at the MVC. But I think it's just, I think, like we said, I, I think you can look at those games, and even if you play to win, it's a hard sell for kids at the end. You know, of course, so let's keep in mind, the teams playing in these conference championship games are always very good. You know, that's how you get there. They have huge playoff aspirations in almost every case. Pretty rarely are surprised that you get to those games. You're asking those kids who made that stretch run in the regular season and are gearing up mentally for a playoff game, to suddenly kind of, okay, but we're going to throw this conference championship game in here. This is really big, too. Wink, wink, nod, nod. 
and, and I just think I think the results are often askew. I think you can't really read into them too much. Even if both teams say, hey, we're playing our A lineup, you know, right through in, in any sport, I just think you can't read into them too much. I just, I don't know if they, I don't know. I, I haven't looked into, like, what do they generate for revenue? Is it really worth having these games or not? I, I don't, I kind of stay away from that debate. I don't, you know, I've learned at my old age to pick my battle. But I do wonder about the kind of the future of these games because more and more coaches just don't want to play them. It's kind of like watching the pitchers hit now. Like, I just don't want them to swing anymore. I don't want them to yeah, run. Yeah. No running the bases. Yankees. I don't want them to do anything. You no know. pinch running the bases, thanks, John Farrell. Yeah. Um, yeah. None no, of that. I, I, I totally agree. I just, there's something cringeworthy about it. Yeah, I've, I, you know, it, it, back in the old days, you know, I used to be really cranky, and I, I still think that the pitcher hitting should be done, but the problem is they've all stopped allowing the pitcher to hit, like, I don't know, in middle school or something like that. Yeah. And, and it's like, never mind. Just forget it. Like, at this point, like, just just roll on. It, it's just not worth the effort anymore. And now, now you're seeing teams getting, you know, hurting themselves and playing these these three interleague games, you know, then and yeah. then they'll do another three, like, in another month or whatever. I miss the old days when they used to do interleague over, like, a two-week stretch, and then you could be resigned to that. Like, I don't need unpredictability in my life. Oh, thank you. You know? I could live with interleague play when it was that two weeks. Like, okay, this is that part of the schedule where everybody's doing it. I I don't even like interleague play, which, again, tells you that I'm getting old and cranky. But I, when they when they went to the whole, like, let's just randomly mingle them into the entire season, that's when I was like, this is, this is terrible. We don't even play by the same set of rules. That's like telling the New York Jets, you're going to go play the – Toronto Argonauts this week, and you're going to play by the Canadian rules because you're playing up there. Like, we wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. Jets Argos on the spread. What do you think? Uh, Argos minus four. Okay. Depending on the rules? No, just, well, it might be minus seven, yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's depending on the rules. All right. I just wanted to double check. I wasn't. Wasn't sure which rules yeah. you were going to be, yeah. which you were going to be well, using there. Sure yeah, we're still working that out. It's early spread is minus four. Could go up. You might want to get in on that now. Yeah, that's true. I, I assume you're going to be up in Winslow tonight. I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Now, do you go to Big G's Deli after or before? Because that's really the big debate right now for Ryan and Wing. You know me. I'm carb free, man. I don't. Yeah, I know, because you've been. Yeah, because you really, you really can pack it on when you need to. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I save my cards for important things, you know, like beer. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're. Yeah. The liquid stuff that makes a lot of yeah. sense. That's good. Hey, yeah. I saw another angry tweet from you over the weekend. I know it's really, really shocking. Uh, I know I've never seen that. Um, are, are local racetracks not getting results to you right away, or posting not them, or to anybody? They're not getting. Well, I shouldn't say that. It's not all of them. It's not all of them. Um, you know, we have Beecher's North Speedway. We have one NASCAR track in the entire state of Maine. They don't, they don't even use social media. It's just, I, I can't even, it's just, you want to smash your head against the wall. Like, people want to know, and in this day and age, there's no excuse for not even having a Facebook post that says, here's who won our races this weekend. Don't you have, just have to take, like, a photo? Like, in the last media advisory committee meeting we were at, like, we're still trying to get everyone in Bangor to make sure for every game they take a photo of the scorebook and email it out. Like... That's yeah. all we need. That's literally what it That's has it. come down to. We do not need you to write a recap. 
Nope. We do not we need do you to do anything. We need you to click a button that says reply all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we yeah. just need you to say game number blank and yeah. scorebook. And then you just scorebook. take the picture and that's it. Right? That's it. Yeah, I can go from there. I can go from there. When I was the AD at Skowhegan, one of my responsibilities, I was in charge of KVAC baseball softball. I had two aides in my office fill out postcards already stamped, ready to go, with the game, in other words, Mesolonsky, Skowhegan, whatever, for every team in the league, put them in a packet. We, we, I took them to a meeting. They, their AD took them home to their coaches. So you, the coach had a stack of the things with the game. The teams are already listed. All they had to write in was the score and send it in. Yeah. Out of 18 coaches, how many think <laughs> sent them in? Uh, Seven. Yeah, Seven, and one of them was me. Seven. All they had to do was write the score on there and put it in the mail in the office of their school. Hello? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> Too much work. A lot. I got game film to watch, you know? I don't have time to do that. <laughs> well, back in the old days, you had to wind up the tape and stuff, you know? Yeah, True. It's good very, point. Yeah. Good it's point. A pro- it was a process. It was a process. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't asked me about the World Cup yet. You know it starts Thursday. What? It, I, I don't care. Like, I, I want to care. Like, I'm well, care. I mean, I'm why? Shocked. Okay, give me a reason to care when the country that I live in is not in it. I can't give you one. I know it's. Awful. Okay, you know, that, it, that it, is my point. That is my whole point. The question is, will we ever be in it? Again, in yeah. the office, like, oh, U.S. World Cup. And I was like, just don't. Like, I'm still not over it. Like, it's, every time somebody says World Cup, U.S. not in it, like, my stomach just turns to knots. There's no excuse. And the, and the, the other disgusting part of the whole thing is well, when... Corruption? As soon as you say, well, as soon as somebody says something like that, they're like, oh, well, Italy's not in it. Okay, great. Okay, we should be better than Italy. Okay? Italy looks like a boot. Okay? Yeah. It's the size of a boot. Yeah. We should not be comparing ourselves to them for accomplishment purposes. Okay? Or for a lack of accomplishment. Yeah. You, you, can't, you, that's, you can't pick out and say, well, you know what? The Orioles didn't make the playoffs either. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I'm sorry. No. No. Fix it. If, if yeah. so, help me. If kids aren't playing football now and they're going to suck at soccer, what are they doing in the fall? <laughs> what are they doing? If they can't well, compete on an international level, why are we even bothering with fall sports? Why don't we just play yeah. baseball in the fall? We should have, yes. Let's do it. We should have two baseball seasons. We should have two baseball seasons, two basketball seasons. Let's just get really good in those two sports if we can't do anything in soccer. If we can't even qualify for the World Cup. Like what is what is the point? Like I don't oh, I don't even I don't understand what the point is. That's like can, if I, we can't qualify for the Olympics, why are we why why even have it? What's the deal? Why? I can make you even angrier about this if you want because it's not if you if we say the U.S. didn't qualify for the World Cup, we let them off the hook. Because all they had to do against one of the weakest teams in their entire region was get a tie. And they couldn't do that. They got beat bad. So that, it's even worse. That I think when we say they didn't qualify for the World Cup, we're doing the U.S. a favor. We're like, oh, yeah, man, maybe they were in a tough group. Who knows? No! They totally choked. Totally barked it up. Nothing. And, and that's not, what? There's not another one of those for, what, six years, Wing? In, in, they, yeah. The, years. the right, population... Relax. 
The population of Italy is 60 million. Yeah. What's the population of the United States? 200 and... It's a little more. 60 million, something like that. <laughs> At least, maybe 300 million I would hope now. it's a little more than that. 300 million. Okay, so we're five times the size people-wise. I don't understand. I don't understand it. Like, come on, let's go here. Let's put Palmer on that to try to develop. Palmer, can soccer. you take over soccer? I will take not take over soccer. Or, no, no. It's not going to help you. Not going to happen. Uh, no, man, no interest. That's what happens with the baseball guys. It's fine. Glad I brought up World Cup. I'm really glad you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah really. really. Right, our rating oh, just went way down. Uh, really glad now you. I, now I know how to get you going. That's my good. my favorite moment of all time in the history of forever was the summer of 2010 when I was on another sports talk place and it was World Cup summer and that's all the that's what was going on because the Red Sox that year were like that was the first year I think everybody got Red Sox fatigue. I think that was the I first year yeah. that I can go yeah. back and say that boy. I just didn't care what Adrian Beltre was doing that night against the Orioles. You know, I'll yeah. catch him when they play the Yankees, or I'll watch it when they play uh, Houston. And that I think that's yeah. what it is now. We're only waiting on good matchups because the teams are so bad. That that think, baseball think, game last night was yeah, brutal. It was awful. I texted uh, I texted somebody last night in the middle of the uh, I don't know tenth or eleventh inning, and I said these are the nights I wish the Red Sox were fourteen games out of first place because I would have turned this game off two hours ago. Like, just done with it. Like, I don't, this is not entertaining. You know what? My sports should not be a grind. Together. No. Oh, God, here we go. No, this it shouldn't happen. be. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't go to 12, the 12th inning. It shouldn't go to, it. I, how do you, how can you not score a run against the Baltimore Orioles for 11 innings? I can't. When you're one of the top two offenses in the in the major leagues. Hey, when you're scoring against Chicago. That, I, what? At one point, the Orioles had like four hits, and, and you know that A plus bullpen of the Sox is coming out like nibbling corners and walking guys all over the place. I'm like, they have four hits. Throw a fastball down the middle. Chances are pretty good they're not going to hit it. No, no, no. no I got to throw with my my slider curve knuckle uh, through ball this pitch and try and just nip that corner on the outside. Yeah, everybody, everybody wants to be Tom Glavin now. With the old, with the oh, we gotta we gotta paint the corner, you know. Oh, there's the corner. Oh, there it is. <sighs> Joe Kelly didn't last night though. He threw his you fastball right, and he, and he yeah. does well. Got out of that bases loaded jam, right? Let's take it out of it. Um, how about the? Uh, oh God, Brock Holt, he kills me. Like every time there's a borderline strike call on him, he has this look like he's a superstar. Like, do you know who I am? What are you calling that for? I'm like, you're Brock Holt, dude. You're not getting anything. You're not getting anything. Just swing the bat. Stop complaining. Brock Holt, though. He's a, he's a Brockstar. Brockstar. Brockstar right? for life. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. No. Hey, at least we played. And they're good. And they're good. And they make me this mad. Oh, my gosh. I think the most I painful stat is uh, Red Sox left 13 on base last night. Yeah. 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 They won. And they won. And they won. Yeah. And... <laughs> And you're tied for first place for that victory, and the whole thing is just leaving you feeling hollow, you know? And it took you six pitches to beat the Baltimore right. Orioles. Correct. We got 14 games in hand on the Yankees. Yep, you good. do. Those are going to be key. They will. <laughs> they will. It's going to be key when we lose them all. <laughs> we're losing all those games we had in hand. Uh, hey, if go. you keep losing series to, like, the White Sox and stuff, it'll all work out. Right? Oh, Beaks was awesome Thursday night. Yeah, we need more kids that we just throw into the fire in the middle of a pennant race. My That's fa- a solid move. My favorite thing about that was that they kept going to his parents with every oh, hit I that know. he gave up. Yeah. I'm like, 
I don't need to see their horror at this point. By the end of it, they were slowed so far down in the seat. Yeah. I'm like, at one point, they had like taken the jersey off. Like, yeah. no, we're not actually. Sweetie, you know, hide this they, hat. Sit on that hat, they, would you? They switched over. Like, oh yeah. Why are you wearing a Tigers jersey? Did he get yeah. traded in the middle of the game? That's good. That's good. That's good. I love this. I love the family shot. Like, what is this, a NASCAR race? Like, I don't need to see this. I, I don't care what mom thinks. Mom loves him. That's her job. <laughs> Show me Alex Cora. I want to see that look at disgust, that abject disgust. Good old Alex Cora. All right, my friend. I'm going to let you go get to whatever it is you needed to do uh, for 1030. Do, we'll see you at Winslow. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, plenty of good seating. Yeah. <laughs> great. Travis Barrett, centralmain.com. Thank you, my friend. Gentlemen, as always. Take care. Thank you. We will have more on the way. Ryan Palmer's in the studio. It's Maddie and Wing on the B-List Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network. You're listening to the B-List Daily on Sports Time Maine, AM 780, WTME, Rumford, Mexico, Dixfield. There's a winning culture when it comes to sports teams in New England. Well, now there's a new team to add to the list. The orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners. An all-star team of orthopedic care right here in your backyard. Four of the area's top orthopedic practices, OA Centers for Orthopedics, Central Maine Orthopedics, Falmouth Orthopedic Center, and Maine Ortho have joined forces to become a dream team of orthopedic care where physicians, surgeons, sports medicine specialists, and clinical staff share resources and work as one to make patient care efficient and more affordable. To learn more about the orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners and connect with a provider in your area, visit spectrumhcp.com ortho. That's spectrumhcp.com ortho. We believe in better. A better way to invest, a better way to serve you, and a better result. At Frisbee & Associates, we can help you determine how much risk you're taking, red flags that could be potential problems for you, how much you're paying in fees and commissions, potential tax liability, and how to address Social Security. For your free consultation, call Kevin Frisbee at 241-7430. Frisbee & Associates is located in Rumford, Brewer, and in Lewiston at 656 Main Street. Call 241-7430 online at frisbeebenefits.com. See something? Smell something? Do something. When your basement or crawl space smells, don't ignore it. Odors, mold, and harmful pollutants come from too much moisture and not enough air circulation making your home unhealthy. Do something. Call Wave Home Solutions today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. Experts recommend ventilation instead of dehumidifiers to reduce moisture and expel harmful gases and pollutants. Wave Moisture Control Units continuously dry out your home, transforming it into a fresher, healthier environment year-round. Wave Units cost only pennies a day to operate, and there are no buckets too empty. Call Wave today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. That's goodairusa.com or call 1-888-980-WAVE. Wave Home Solutions for a healthy, comfortable home. 
If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. Call Wallen Associates now and pay less than you owe. 800-727-0433. That's 800-727-0433. Did you ever look at the stains in your coffee cup and then realize that's exactly what happens to your teeth? Paraswabs is the five-minute solution to get your teeth white without visiting the dentist. This is John Greenhut, the CEO of Paraswabs. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, all it takes is five minutes with Paraswabs. In five minutes, you'll see an average of two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. It's clinically proven to whiten natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. The secret is a tooth detergent that was developed by Dr. Martin Ginniger that lifts stains off of your teeth. Best of all, there's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Paraswabs risk-free, call 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. I guarantee your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free today. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. All aboard MBR.org! The place to get all your high school and amateur sports news and information. MBR.org is in high gear with Maine High School Winter Sports. Go to MBR.org to chat about your favorite team. Find the latest articles, travel news and cancellations or visit their all new and very popular team pages mbr.org has everything you want to know about high school and amateur sports in maine coming in february all the high school tournament action at your fingertips 24 7 it's high school sports heaven all aboard mbr.org Bring your talents to PepsiCo. If you have a Class A CDL and you are 21 or older, apply for a new career at PepsiCo in Auburn as a full-time relief driver with a competitive benefits package beginning on day one, including medical, dental, vision, legal, paid holidays, and vacations, and a 401k plan with company match. Our drivers are home every night and earn $20.50 to $22.40 per hour. Now offering a $1,500 sign-on bonus, PepsiCo is an equal opportunity employer. Apply online at pepsijobs.com. Felix Daily, Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios, across the MBR Radio Network. Matty Wing and Palmer today. All day. Palmer in the house. Randy Whitehouse may join us later. Travis Barrett already did join us. Killed our phone, too. Yeah. But I made him mad about things that he didn't even know he was mad about, so that right. was good. Got him wound up. Do what we can. He's all excited to talk about the World Cup, and that came to we're, a screeching halt. We're kind of used to the rant around when, when Maddie gets wound up, but... Travis, already, I'm already fired Travis. up today. Yeah. Like, I was, you, you looked a little I, grumpy when I got in. I, I, there's nothing worse than a than a email commando. You know what I mean? Somebody sending the email the uh, when, you're, when you're doing things. Or like, else, there's nothing. Yeah, those, it's yeah. one of those deals, and you're just like, you know what? No, email commando. Time? I'm not having your stuff today. Time sensitive right. or directed. Do right. this. No. Right. Yeah. Get uh-huh. lost. Correct. 
So, yeah. Can we say bite me on the air? Is right. That, and that's yeah. kind of where it's at. Yeah. You can. So, yeah. Okay. So, it's okay. I'm all right. The, these are the these are the uh, the words that, tr- that trigger University of Maine men's basketball. <laughs> that <laughs> one. Trigger. That was an automatic. That, boom. I did read a nice article uh, or see a nice story yesterday. In fact, you can read it at MBR about um, uh, camp getting ready to get started. You know, I'll be interested to see how he builds this this uh, this uh, program up there. You know, he's got a chance to do it. He's shown he can do it with a women's and program. Well, international so. players, I think, has been his. Bailiwick for for the women's program. We'll see if you know he can get international players to come to play on the men's side of things. I think he can. I think the problem think is so. keeping guys there because guys go in there and they're in and out, and it's like oh the transfer. Oh, they left Maine and they're going to Kansas State, or they left here and they're going to Lehigh, or they left here and they're going to San Diego State. Like they're going all over the place. One one guy just went to Oklahoma or something like. It's almost like they're using the University of Maine stepping, as a prep school, stepping stone, yeah, for bigger Division One college basketball. And I, I wonder with this one and done rule dumping. I know this is Palmer's territory. He's a college basketball guy, you know, outside of being the baseball guru. Um, what is your softball pitching record currently, by the way? Um, no, that's that's softball and baseball combined. Oh, that's combined. Your pitching record is zero and four. I'm zero and four. Okay, so you're Kenta Maeda at this point. I am. No, no, you're Kayagawa at this point. You're Kayagawa. But I think with this one-and-done rule, you might start seeing guys stay at these programs. But the next step for the University of Maine, the men's basketball program, is they've got to get good practice facilities, okay? They've got to get good practice facilities. And it's facilities that they really need. Did you see the pillow? Yeah. 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 That's not the first time I've seen that happen, by the way. Yeah. Anyways. But... uh, you, you need those facilities, okay? The Cross Insurance uh, Arena is a great place to play in, or the center is a great place to play in, but you need those on-campus facilities to wow people yeah, and make them want to stay. A place that's 12 miles away is tough mm-hmm. you know, to get kids, get them in there and get them on a bus and take them down. You don't want them driving the cars down. Jeez, that's the worst. That would be the worst. Yeah, they need a they need a, a place to practice. And the pit, eh. The pit, that's what it's called. I was called the dungeon. Yeah, I forgot. yeah the pit, the pit yeah. is was a great place when I was in college. What a great place to watch a game. We saw Julius, Dr. J play there. and I mean, that's the thing, how things have changed. Dr. J went to UMass. You don't want to talk about a crappy basketball school at that time. They were horrible. They didn't. I, I don't even know where they played their games. It was so bad. But, but I agree. I think they... They do need to upgrade their facility because people are doing it all over the place. Well, look at what is—I mean—they've upgraded some facilities there for like the football program, for example. I mean, that—that that was privately funded, of course. But okay, but so we can't—we can't, we can't no, do absolutely. That's no. I was going to say that's the why point. Not? Why not? You know, yep. and can we maybe scrape the popcorn off the ceiling at the Alphon, freshen that up just a hair? You're competing with a Gannis. I am so sick of watching. Why is this Wallstrom kid going to BC? I don't know, but I went to Aganis to watch Maine play this Beautiful. year. Beautiful. Oh, wow, I love that place. I've been gorgeous. down there to watch Maine hockey. I've been down there to watch uh, WWE NXT. All right, WWE. There you go. Yeah, Shinsuke Nakamura was there that night. So was Asuka. Yeah, it was the whole, it was like the whole NXT crew, which is now basically main eventing everything. But it was a great night, yeah. it was a great spot, great venue. Right in downtown, there's stuff going on. Great place. 
You can't compete with that in Orono. What do you got? International House of uh, International uh, House, Orono House of Pancakes now? OHOP? That's what you got? You got OHOP and a B-dubs. That's what we got going hey, in Orono. <laughs> come on, we still have governors. Come on. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. train going around. Right. Uh-huh. And that's... Okay, so you've got to really... Governors you want used people to, be, to come to your campus, you need to make them not want to leave your campus. Governors used to be takeout only. Really? For a long time. Haley was the master of the burgers. Really? That was where he worked when he was in college. I think he could he could whip us up some... He uh, could, oh, he could cook some burgers. He can cook some burgers. When we huh? used to have our coaches' meetings in the summer, we used to have them at Haley's because he'd get the grill going. Oh, boy, baby. I think we need to have one of those meetings this summer. Oh, yeah. He yeah. can flip the burgers yeah. big time. Yeah. I like Well, you know, all those places, you'd be surprised. Uh, I, I told you a hundred times my, my daughter went to Connecticut College, and her junior senior year, they had a turf field. And all of a sudden, on, a, on game day, they always had a, a big uh, spread afterwards, uh, a uh, tailgate afterwards. And they would have all kinds of recruits coming in. They weren't, I mean, they were going like, wow, that field is great. It, it makes a difference. When it, when, what are the reasons a kid picks a school? Well, you hope number one is academics. And I think the, the, the more athletic they inclined they are, the more they look at facilities, especially athletic facilities. And when you, when you have a subpar set of facilities, Hey, why? What's the draw? Unless you've got the best coach, you know, a guy like, like, like Stevens being at Butler. Okay, that draws kids in. But you know, at Maine, they what do you, they need facilities too. What do the pros do? When you want a free agent, what do you do? You get your best four players and you go over to the Hamptons, right? Or you fly them in and you show them all the cool stuff you've got and all your new facilities. What do you think Mark Cuban does for the Mavericks when he brings in free agents? You know, and, and, or the yeah. Lakers. Or in the South. I mean, remember they, they showed you, when Markel Fultz came in last year, they showed you know, they, 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 they took him on the tour. Okay? And they do all that. They do all that with the free agents. They show them around town. They show them all the things. You have to do that same thing with college athletes sure. about your campus and about your surrounding area. The... We, I was in Aganis when they first built it. Josh was going to BU graduate school, and we were just kind of walking around. And I said, hey, look, that door's open. Boom. We went in Aganis Arena. In the backside of that that nobody ever sees is a whole bunch of sports-specific ice hockey training. And Chris Drury, remember the name? He, uh, he played at BU. He donated thousands and thousands of dollars for them to have, like, I, they're called hiding boards. The the uh, like a formica top and you 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 practice skating back and forth but you don't need skates you glide. He there were ten of those all around this outside of this thing and then the inside there was all kinds of stuff for plyometrics specific to ice hockey. Those are the kind of things you bring a kid in there and they go wow, this is really important. You know this, this is this is top of the line you know, and then you look at where it is. It's right in Boston. I mean, it's as good as it gets. I'll tell you, folks. It's it's really nice. The campus, lousy. But the other things, the, the lore of the city draws kids in. Now, you go to the Orono campus, no comparison. The Orono campus is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. You want to bring a kid in. But it's 200 miles from anything. 
And like you say, International House of Pancakes and Governors. That's about it. And I'm not sure what the pancake place is. But anyway. I love that you went on that rant just now. It's just fantastic. <laughs> I see you over there laughing. I, was I love laughing. it. I love it when you get fired up too because you just take up chunks. You take up chunks of time. <laughs> Boop. You know, it's like playing snake versus block on my phone. You know yeah, what I mean? It just takes up chunks of time. And yeah. I'm like, where did that 20 minutes go? I was planning something. Every Whatever. once in a while we get in, we have four segments, no guests. Yeah. We need to be on a rant. Mm. It does. <laughs> it does. We usually have a couple of topics. I told him I brought in a little trivia there today. The naming of the top NFL quarterbacks who never won a Super Bowl. Really? Uh, the to- top quarterbacks that never won a Super Bowl? Well, Dan Marino, for- Dan Fouts. Yeah, two for two. Okay, that would be two of them. Uh, let's go. It was 16 Fran Tarkenton. Games. Yep. He's number three. Y.A. Tittle. Yep. Uh, let's think of some other good ones here. Um, Randall Cunningham. Yep. Warren Moon, everyone. Warren Moon. Warren Moon. There'd be another one. Yeah. Who's some other good quarterbacks? Never won one. No, Bernie Kosar won one. You still didn't get number two. Number two, huh? The number two quarterback all time that did not win a Super Bowl. He was was in a bunch. He was. (laughs) Jim Jim Kelly. Kelly. Jim Kelly. (laughs) Yeah. Jim Kelly. How many many were on the list? 16. I I mean, there. You'll know every name, of course, but you've got you got the top five, and you got uh, Y.E. Tittle and Cunningham. Drew Bledsoe. I don't think Bledsoe's on that list. He's not on the list. Actually, he did win a Super Bowl. Oh, he was on the roster. He was on the roster. That's right. That's right. So, um, let's see. Quarterbacks, quarterbacks who retired, good quarterbacks. Carson Palmer on that list? He's not on there. Okay. Um, Andrew Luck on that list? Nope. Uh, I can't tell whether this list... No, because I know one of those guys was not... I'm just wondering if they... It doesn't say that they played in the Super Bowl. Um, although... But if Jim Kelly's a, on there, obviously they did. Quite a few of these guys did. Okay, number six was Donovan McNabb. Oh. Oh, yeah. Seven is Boomer Esiason. Number uh, eight was Tittle. Number nine is McNair. Then Cunningham. Rivers. That's one that I thought. Philip Rivers, yeah. Philip Rivers. Always a good stat guy. Tony Romo. Yeah, Tony Romo. Uh, Gannon. Rich Gannon? Rich Gannon. Really? He's on that list? He's on the list. Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon? Anderson. Ken Anderson? Ken Anderson from Cincinnati. I, I would put Boomer Esiason ahead of him. No, he was. Boomer's way down. Yeah, I'm saying this. We're going the other direction. Testaverde. Oh, yep. Vinny. And the last one, number 16, Craig from Seattle. Dave Craig. Dave yep. Craig. First ever Patriots game I watched from start to finish was Seattle versus the Patriots in 1986. Seattle won 31-24, and Dave Craig threw for like 800 yards that day. And, the, uh, and Tony Eason crapped his pants and fell in the receiver. middle of the field. 
Steve Largent. Yeah, receiver. it was Steve Largent and Ooh, uh, they were a good. I can't remember who the other guy was. Wow, on that crappy Seattle turf. Boom. Well, that was actually they played it on the Sullivan Stadium turf. That game, just as bad. Remember that old the old Sullivan Stadium turf? That was terrible. Horrible green is bad. I'm gonna bring up the old box score from that one, 1986. I never realized New England versus Seattle. This is stuff he remembers. Yep, September 21st, 1986. That's what it was. Uh, It was 38-31 was the final score. Seattle scored 24 points in the fourth quarter. He, uh, let's see, it was Ray Ray Butler had two big touchdown passes that day. Ray Butler, a 54-yarder and a 67-yarder. And then there was a uh, a special teams fumble recovery in the end zone that tied it up. It was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Who was the coach in 86? It was Chuck Knox and Raymond Barry. (laughs) Oh, my. Kurt Warner had two touchdowns. Stanley Morgan had three touchdown catches. Tony Collins had a, a touchdown run. It was funny. Uh, it, it felt like Dave Craig threw for millions of yards in that game. He only threw for 207. But it's because you saw a 67-yarder and a 54-yarder. Oh, yeah, boy. It seemed like, yeah. I mean, right? just think about it. Our boy threw for 500 in the Super Bowl. Now, think about this. Tony Eason in that same game. Tony Eason threw for four, right around the along the lines of what you're talking about. He threw for 414 yards that game, and they lost by seven. That's what Patriots fans used to go through, oh, yeah. Patriots fans. Been there. Wow, 414 points. Huh. You were two years old? How old are you in 86? Five. Five years old. I was, uh, I was seven. That's about the time I got into that stuff. Wow. Yeah, seven. Seven. 1986? 1986. I was, the, I was the principal at Oak Hill High School. And then the next... <laughs> The next week, the Patriots lost to the Broncos on the road, 27-20. to 20. Again, more foreshadowing, because that's always what happened. And then the week after that, a couple weeks after that, they had, to play the, um, they had to play the Rams, and they won on a Hail Mary, which was like the best thing ever. It was a last-second Hail Mary, too. It was like the best. That's that's when you're like, hey, anything really can happen in these games, you know? Quite a year, 86. It's quite weird to go back and look through the time. Dan Henning coaching the Falcons, you know, some of the names that you see out there. Rumford Mill went on strike. Rumford Mill went on strike. Everything went on strike. Did it really? Yeah. Actually, it might have been 87. No, that was J-Mill that went on strike in 87. Did the Rumford Mill go on strike in 87 as well? 87-something. Yeah. We also had that big flood in Rumford as well. That was eighty. That was eighty-seven. That was the yeah. same year. You had the flood and the strike yeah. in the same year. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven was a brutal year. Brutal. All right, though it's okay. So, um, do you guys? You guys used to watch the Red Sox every night, right? Like still back do. in the still do. Okay. <laughs> you still do, but it used to be. That people lived and died by every single game, no matter who it was against. In in the last, you know, remember they were only on the game of the week at one time. Oh, it's, just it's, once in a while they. But were on. when WSBK, yeah, when they were on channel thirty eight on the weekends, and then they'd play on channel six. Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that now you have access to every game, and people have had Nesson now for uh, however many years with every game on it. Okay, but in the early two thousands, 
2004, even 2007. 1983-84 was People when stayed started. up. They adjusted their lives so that they could catch the socks on the West Coast. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm not wrong on that. I no, remember people doing that constantly. Nowadays, when they're on the West Coast, yeah. My dad used to work shift work. I just think anytime so he many... was eleven to seven during the Red Sox West Coast, he'd switch shifts. Yeah, <laughs> I think there's so much other stuff though. It's like it's like kids. They they don't they don't go out and play ball all day like we used to. They're on the internet doing stuff. There's just so much other things that people can do now that we you couldn't do. I'm telling you. I was at I was at Noble. Nesson started because I remember one of the guys come over and say, "Well, have you seen this new channel, uh, Nesson?" And then he told me what it stood for, and he says they they got New England games on all the time. It's like really, not everybody had it, of course, you know. Nineteen eighty three, eighty four, one of those. Man, amazing. So last night's game. I'm what next, I, I'm next door at the in-laws. I watched more of it than I wanted to. Yeah, be with you. You're next door at the in-laws. Yeah, got to the 11th inning. I said, "I'm going to walk across." Yeah. See, I didn't start watching. And Nesson did not come in on the TV. Wouldn't work. Oh my! So my handy dandy uh, tune-in app on my phone finished the game. You know what? Sweet. I had an issue with Nesson last night on the app because down we only have the box upstairs because I'm only paying for one box. If you've got a Roku or anything in any of the other rooms, you the Spectrum app's on there, and you can watch it on, on any of those TVs. So I've got a Roku downstairs, and I'll watch it on that. When I put it on Nesson, it did not work. I switched it over to Monday Night Raw, worked yeah. fine, no problem. Then I went back to Nesson, and it was still wacky, mm-hmm. and then it took a while. It finally worked its way out in the 12th. Luckily, they managed to. the game went to extra innings so that they could fix their technical issues, yeah. so that was cool. That was good. When are the Orioles going to trade Manny Machado so that they can get started on what's going to be a long and torturous rebuild when you have guys like Chris Davis getting paid $161 million to do nothing? At least with Jacoby Ellsbury, he's not polluting the team with his awfulness. He's just injured and away, okay? And if you're injured and away, I'm w- it's way easier for me to deal with you. Do you think Showalter saying I should have stayed in the booth? I, it's, I it's think It's not so. even that. I mean, are they at what point... If they're going to revamp this team and try to build it up, is, is Showalter really the answer? No, it's got to be, it's got to be somebody that's got understands how to handle the younger kids. I mean, I I think he's a misunderstood manager at points in time, but I I think his intensity wears on you. I agree. Yeah, he's one of those guys that that uh, when when you're done with him after about a three or four year period, you've had enough. You know, I mean, I I know that that some guys feel that way about Belichick that his you know, they're, he's just always ready to go. I mean, yeah, they need to do something. The problem is the, the Orioles are creating this for themselves. If they would let somebody say to Machado, we will sign you right now, give him the paperwork to a, you know, $25 million a year for the next years, People would do that, and you could get a trade down. Right now, they're not allowing anybody to talk to Machado. Nobody's willing to give up any decent prospects for the idea that he could be gone at the end of the year. Who? Nobody's doing that. You know, you give him a low-level, his uh, eighth starter on, on the Portland Sea-Dog, you give him that guy. You're not giving him anybody else. So the Orioles have created this. 
And I don't know if they're trying to tell him, we want you to stay. He's not going to stay. Why would he do that? He can make boatloads of money and play for anybody he wants. This is, that's what free agency is. He can pick a team. You know, they complain about the NBA players getting together, you know, and forming the super teams. And, and it's, they can do that in baseball. He can go play. He can call Harper right now and say, look, let's both go to such and such a team. Now, they wouldn't be able to afford them both, but, I mean, technically they could. He can go wherever he wants. But the Orioles are creating part of this because they won't let anybody talk with him. So nobody knows that he could he would sign a contract, and the Orioles won't do that themselves. Sign him to a huge contract with the idea of trading him to the Yankees, where everybody thinks he's going anyway. See, and there's not a lot of that outside the he's, box thinking. He's not going, but he's not going to the Yankees anyway. Yeah, but look, look at what this team has done. Look at what this Orioles team has done. Okay, they increased payroll to 107 million in 2014. 118 million, 147 million in 2016, 164 million now, 148 million. Dan Duquette. What have they done? Yeah. What have they done on the field? No. They've been more improved, right? But have they won anything? Been competitive against Red Sox. They have been competitive against the Red Sox. But even when they <laughs> sucked, it. they were competitive against the Red That's Sox. It. Need I remind anyone of 2011? <sighs> anyone? Anyone remember 2011? Uh, I think you do. The uh, walk of shame for Jonathan Papelbon. That was the walk of shame for Jonathan Papelbon. That was the walk of get out by Terry Francona. All of it. Crawford. Oh, yeah. yeah. Remember that was it. That ended the era. That whole the they lost that final regular season game against Baltimore, who was terrible and had Kyle, nothing to play for. Kyle Crawford and that was that was awful. All they had to do was win it. All they had to do. So yeah, but looking at the now looking at the Orioles payrolls, here's the other problem. It's not like there's some underspending team, okay? Chris Davis is under contract through 2022 at $21 million a year. And doing nothing. Yeah, Alex but, Cobb and his... But he used to. So what's happened? I, I think it's attitude. He, they're, they're just flat. Nothing there. Alex he, Cobb, 14... Do you want to find? Do you want to trade for him and find out if it's attitude or just find out that he can't hit a fastball anymore? Yeah, that's a good point. That's, that's the gamble. You got Alex Cobb, who they signed, who everybody thought was a great deal. $14 million through 2020, $15 million in 2021. Mark Trumbo signed at twelve and a half million this year, thirteen and a half million next year. Darren O'Day nine million for this year and next year. Andrew Kashner six and a half this year, nine and a half next year. Everybody else is arbitration eligible, but just with those, just with those people that are on the board right now, 21, 14, 13, 9, 9, 18, 31, 45, 45 plus 21. That's 66 million in payroll. You haven't filled out any of your other rosters, and you've lost Adam Jones and Manny Machado. And well, Zach Britton. The good news, they play in the American League East, so, so I mean, we should be able to beat them. Yeah, you would think. And they got nothing in the in the in the minors that makes you think, ooh. I don't yeah, I don't know. Well, you know, again, I I have an empathy for managers other than John Farrell. Um they overpay these guys, then they're strapped, then the guys want to leave, mm-hmm. and they blame the manager for everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know going in you're going to get fired. just a matter of time. Bobby Valentin. Well, but think about it. I'm, I'm looking at high, high school coach. Rather. They cut out JV sports, and they wonder why. Well, how come our teams aren't quite as good? Why well, you got to well, go there? Your enrollment, no, but I mean, your enrollment's <laughs> gone way down. 
right? Your enrollment's gone way down in the school. 206 at Darago next year. Yeah, 206. You've lost 100 kids. 100. Yep. A third of the school's gone. So where are all these athletes coming from? Uh, you know, I just, I know they don't want to combine, and I understand why they don't want to, but at some point it's in time, happen. kids are going to get hurt. Kids get hurt. You cannot, I mean, pretty soon they, they won't be having some of those sports, not just JVs. That's kind of being looked at right now. Well, football, it takes a lot of kids to play football. Yep. It really does, you know, and where are they going to come from? It, and it's not... It's almost not who the coach is. I mean, it always makes some difference if you got a Pied Piper. But with 200 kids, Stearns went through this. Stearns used to be one great football program, you know. They're like, they're like you guys. they got 197 now. Last time Stearns, Where are those kids coming from? Last time Stearns made it to a final, their starting quarterback broke right. his leg on right. the first snap. First snap. Think about that. Think about that as like, and then you don't ever make it back, but you, or you don't make it back for make a while. Make it back. I don't even. They don't even. They'll be lucky to be in it. And when you look at, I mean, I, you don't want sports competing. It's a hell of a lot cheaper and a lot easier to roll a soccer ball out. Right, but on the flip side, if you're going to lose a sport, it would be easier to get soccer back than it would be to get football back. Oh, After sure. losing it. Oh, sure. I mean, they used to say whenever the budget got tight at Oak Hill, they, they, had a, they had already had a policy. Last in, first out was the rule. And in, a, in that school particularly, soccer was one of the last ones in. Let's take it a break. It would have been one of the first to go. Let's take a break and we'll talk about that. Reminder, Oxford Hills, Bangor, baseball. Mains Big Z 92.7 right here on Sports Time 8 AM 780. Video stream, mbr.org. 4.30 pregame for that one. And then 2.30, Oxford Hills taking on Skowhegan in softball on 96.9, The Mighty Ox. Audio at mbrradio.com. We'll have more around the bend. It's a B-List Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios. You're listening to the B-List Daily on Sports Time Maine, AM 780, WTME, Rumford, Mexico, Dixfield. There's a winning culture when it comes to sports teams in New England. Well, now there's a new team to add to the list. The orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners. An all-star team of orthopedic care right here in your backyard. Four of the area's top orthopedic practices, OA Centers for Orthopedics, Central Maine Orthopedics, Falmouth Orthopedic Center, and Maine Ortho have joined forces to become a dream team of orthopedic care where physicians, surgeons, sports medicine specialists, and clinical staff share resources and work as one to make patient care efficient and more affordable. To learn more about the orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners and connect with a provider in your area, visit spectrumhcp.com ortho. That's spectrumhcp.com ortho. We believe in better. A better way to invest, a better way to serve you, and a better result. At Frisbee and Associates, we can help you determine how much risk you're taking, red flags that could be potential problems for you, how much you're paying in fees and commissions, potential tax liability, and how to address Social Security. For your free consultation, call Kevin Frisbee at 241-7430. Frisbee and Associates is located in Rumford, Brewer, and in Lewiston at 656 Main Street. Call 241-7430 online at frisbeebenefits.com. See something? Smell something? Do something. When your basement or crawl space smells, don't ignore it. 
Odors, mold, and harmful pollutants come from too much moisture and not enough air circulation making your home unhealthy. Do something. Call Wave Home Solutions today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. Experts recommend ventilation instead of dehumidifiers to reduce moisture and expel harmful gases and pollutants. Wave moisture control units continuously dry out your home, transforming it into a fresher, healthier environment year-round. Wave units cost only pennies a day to operate, and there are no buckets too empty. Call Wave today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. That's goodairusa.com or call 1-888-980-WAVE. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. Call Wallen Associates now and pay less than you owe. 800-727-0433. That's 800-727-0433. Did you ever look at the stains in your coffee cup and then realize that's exactly what happens to your teeth? Paraswabs is the five-minute solution to get your teeth white without visiting the dentist. This is John Greenhut, the CEO of Paraswabs. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, all it takes is five minutes with Paraswabs. In five minutes, you'll see an average of two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. It's clinically proven to whiten natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. The secret is a tooth detergent that was developed by Dr. Martin Ginniger that lifts stains off of your teeth. Best of all, there's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Paraswabs risk-free, call 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. I guarantee your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free today. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. All aboard MBR.org! The place to get all your high school and amateur sports news and information. MBR.org is in high gear with Maine High School Winter Sports. Go to MBR.org to chat about your favorite team. Find the latest articles, travel news, and cancellations or visit their all new and very popular team pages mbr.org has everything you want to know about high school and amateur sports in maine coming in february all the high school tournament action at your fingertips 24 7 it's high school sports heaven all aboard mbr.org Bring your talents to PepsiCo. If you have a Class A CDL and you are 21 or older, apply for a new career at PepsiCo in Auburn as a full-time relief driver with a competitive benefits package beginning on day one, including medical, dental, vision, legal, paid holidays, and vacations, and a 401k plan with company match. Our drivers are home every night and earn $20.50 to $22.40 per hour. Now offering a $1,500 sign-on bonus, PepsiCo is an equal opportunity employer. Apply online at pepsijobs.com. Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the MBR Radio Network. 
Wing, Maddie, Palmer, all in the studio. Wing and Palmer headed up to Winslow. No, they're not just going to go to Big G's Deli. They will after the game, or, though. Or Giffords. Or, <laughs> I didn't know about that. There's all the hot spots are up there. You're going, all, you're going to all of them, I Oh, see. we're going to do a game? Yeah, oh. that's what I hear. That's, I've, uh, I heard <laughs> a rumor. I'm the day off to come down and eat with us. That's, about <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what I assumed, he had, probably. Get Big G's in the brain. Right. <laughs> When I texted him, said, you know, we could go to Big G's. I mean, there was no question on the There was return. no, no there wasn't the even like text. a little bit of. Not a hesitation. It was instantaneous. Zero hesitation, right? Zero. Well, that's good. His hand might have been shaking a little bit, but there was no hesitation. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, we're going to have a prime spot. We, we worked our way into going to be right down by the, by the tower. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out who I'm supposed to contact, but I'm just, you know, whatever. I'm very interested in seeing the Merrill Girl pitch for Oxford Hills. It's good. I watched the two sisters play. They actually played for Telstar when Telstar was dominant the mother, several years ago. The mother's up in the, she keeps the scoreboard, so I talked to her and she introduced me to the two older Mary, sisters. Mary, yeah. yeah. One's actually a model now of some sort, I think. Well, yeah, good she, family. she does a good job pitching, and, you know, she got the big hit against... Uh, Against Hamden, bases loaded, and she got a line drive right down the left field line drive in two. It was key. They won six to one, but those are the two really important runs, and she pitched well. Uh, made some nice plays in the field. I told him yesterday that infield of Kekkonen, Hakenen, Starbird, and Carson has been outstanding in the two playoff games I've, I've seen. They really have. Meanwhile, Should back at fun. the ranch, vote Should day. So yeah, it is vote day. Um, so you mentioned you you were just talking earlier. There's there's talk right now about. Uh, I mean, Dirigo had, had already committed to going down to Class E. There's a possibility they might not even be Class E in it this year. Or? Yeah, they will. Yeah, there, there'll be is enough for for a team in Class E. They uh, some of the other, without getting into it too much because it's not really public knowledge. There's sports around Dirigo that are looking at. Kind of the the outsider, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So not the cores is what no, you're saying. Not yeah. the cores. Any update on the coaching search for the boys' basketball program? We are interviewing tomorrow. Uh huh. Three candidates. Who do they have on the interview committee? Do they have a committee or just yep. uh, administrators? Or? Be the AD, myself, the girls' basketball coach, um, school board member, nice community member, I believe. I think it's really important to get. Others involved. You know, when I first started those jobs, I like that mix you. up on the committee. Rebecca doing the okay. I, I think you got to find out if the other coaches are going to be able to get along with somebody. You got to find out. Um, I mean, you know, you got to have the same set of questions for everybody, but you you find out all kinds of things when you when you open it up and involve more than just a couple people. I said the biggest. I, I thought one of the biggest things I ever experienced when I was leaving Noble. Assistant Principal AD to go to Oak Hill. They had a superintendent, assistant superintendent, and they said that the superintendent called me. Goes now the interviews are starting on such as a day, and he said we're interviewing uh, three candidates on each day. And I'm thinking, why is he telling me this? I'm leaving. So I said, uh, Paul, what? And he goes, No, we'd like to have you be involved in the interview. I get a chance to interview the people that might take my place. And uh, I'm thinking, okay, so they got me on the annual window dressing, you know. 
Paul said, no, no, you get the same vote as everybody else. It's like, wow. I mean, I thought that was that was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, you care about the job, and you interested in who might be taking it. And it was a good opportunity to see that kind of an interview process before you go to a job where you might be doing something like that. I, I thought it was a great, great model. I was a little surprised with the uh, boys' basketball that only three applied. I think that's one of the problems we're having right now. And I got thinking about it, and I said, you know what? Maybe no JV drove some people away. I, I mean, you, you look at it and you say, where's my future? Hmm. Where is my future? It's, that's a tough, that's a tough uh, road to hoe. There isn't any question. And even when it, even let's say they reinstate it, which you don't know if they're going to. Let's say they did another year. It, kids get yeah. going to other places and you've you got to work twice as hard to get them back. It's just so easy to... Just the way the kids are now. Well, yeah, I, well Boys my, basketball started with 20. Had 30 in the summer program, tried out 20, finished the season with 11. Yeah. I, you had those kids that are like, I'm going to come bust my rear end every day at practice knowing I'm never going to play. No, I'm all set. I'll yeah. go home and play Fortnite all night instead. Yeah. Fortnite's the best, right? Yeah. Never had it. Never played no, it. I have not either. Step some plays it, but I never have. My kid? Oh, yeah, all over the place with it. Yeah, I think, you know, we we talked about that. I think, I can't remember, that wasn't a day you called in, right? But we talked to somebody about exactly that. Uh, who had a kid that played freshman and said, you know, never got in a game, never, maybe it was eighth grade. And we talked about that should never be the way it is. Sub-varsity, everybody should play. Otherwise, you shouldn't have them on the team. What, why, why do that? They, they're working hard every day. They deserve to play. And uh, I, I just think that sometimes we lose sight of that. It, it would be my one concern about what we call, we've come to know as the renter coach. And back along, everybody, the coach was a teacher. They had some sense for how that all fits together. And I think too many times coaches who are not in that realm, they, they just think about coaching the sport. What's my offense? What's my defense? And we'd all be able to say it's a heck of a lot more than that. Mm. If you don't understand how to build a team, how to pump one kid up when he needs it and put your thumb on another kid when they need it, that's that's all those things that it's the art of coaching. I'm not saying that somebody that isn't a teacher couldn't have it because there's certainly plenty of those. But I think it's going to be more likely that somebody who has been a teacher, you know, has – has those things in their mind before they even start. That's a big difference I noticed my first year in the school as being a coach. It was, I really enjoyed it. Love being in the school. Yeah, you see your kids every day. Yeah. You can stop and check on them. You can go to a study hall and ask a couple questions, uh, you know, find out how somebody's doing. Yeah, there's no question about that. No question. I just worry about some of the, you know, we've talked about it's, it's coaching, it's the officials, all the things that we're starting to lose a grip on. Um, society's pulled away from that. It isn't people aren't willing to, to do those kinds of things. They're not willing to commit the time that it comes to be a, um, a coach. You know, I said I was fortunate. I, got a, I was exposed to just tremendous people as a kid growing up and the people that coached. When I went to Maine, I had great coaches. Uh, when I started coaching, I was an assistant for 
three or four of maybe the all-time icons in the state. I mean, Bob Kelly coached baseball at Bangor for 35 years. I was his assistant for two years. It doesn't get any better than that. Mm-hmm. Jerry Hodge was the football coach forever. I was on his staff. Uh, just very, very fortunate. And I, I worry about where are those people going to be. I mean, honestly, it's you. You've got to carry that mantle. You, you know, you've been a successful coach. You're in a program that's struggling right now with numbers and whatever all over the place. You're the one that's going to have to do that. Um, and I, and you know, in the other piece that I've always said, I married a coach. Not once did she ever whine about. You're going to have to go watch movies all day on Sunday about the next game. You're going to go scouting on Saturday. Never. Not once did she ever say that. Matter of fact, she used to say the opposite. I'd say, I'm going to wrap the school for now. And she'd say, David, why do you say that? Will you, Whenever you get back, you'll get back. Don't worry about how long, you know. A lot of people don't go through that. They, they don't have a supportive, significant other who's saying, you know, this is what, this is what you love. Do it. Also, there's so many people that think that coaching is just practicing games. And yeah. Couldn't be further from Show the truth. Show up 20 minutes for the game, let's play. Yeah. No. Not the good ones, anyway, I think. Just three. Hmm. Yeah, three candidates. That That's, I mean, I said when I first started as a principal, I would have literally 100 applications for a social teaching job. At the end, if I got five, it was party time. Five. And honestly, at least one of them wouldn't be certified or couldn't get certified. So really you had four. I mean, it just it just dried up. I mean, part of it's financial, part of it's... I mean, there's a lot of reasons why somebody didn't want to teach or coach. But uh, yeah, three in, in a, in a top-of-the-line basketball program. Yeah. Tremendous tradition. To me, Tradition. that's like the Green Bay Packers job going open, and they they only get three people to nobody check that it. out. Yeah, nobody that's wants That's what it. that is to me. There's only two, and one came in who I think is a shoe-in to get the job. Very, very last second. Huh. You know, and, and I think the other thing is when you look at, I, I'm sure the not having JVs would, it would be on my mind, certainly, and that would be one of my questions. When they said, do you have any questions of us? That would be mine. Are we going to reinstate or where are we going here? But I also, communities have an ethos in them. And Dirigo has always been, as well as Mountain Valley, an athletic. I mean, they, they people love sports. My oh. uncle played, my brother played, my cousin played, you know, all those kinds of things. And you see that in small communities in Maine. And... Uh, the more people that move out of state, there's less of that. That is. But for you sure. would expect more. You would expect more people to interview for basketball or anything else at Dirigo because of the fact that it is part of that community. You'd think. There's quite a history there. But Absolutely. There's as many, there's as much history there as there are dead spots on the floor, you know. So. It's right. I've never actually seen a basketball game. I've been in the gym. Yeah. I've never seen a basketball. Game. I haven't been in a while. I have not broadcast a Dirigo game in that gymnasium since I started doing this. Really? Yeah, haven't done that. Um, it's not my territory. And uh, I have not watched a game in there since then either. I don't think I've watched a game in that gymnasium since... You were there? 1994. Yep. 
94. What year did you graduate? I graduated in 96, but I left in 94. So, yeah. Wow. That'd be the last time. No, I played some basketball in that gym. 96, I was in a three-on-three tournament there. <laughs> Finished in third place. When we were down for the uh, Houston Auburn Job Fair on Friday? Friday. Fri- Thursday. 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 He, he had a uh, former Dirigo Cook come over, shake his hand in oh. the booth. Oh, yeah. That happens all now the time. Now the mayor of Lewiston. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. Bouchard. Yeah. Shane. Used to be the wrestling coach yep. at Oak Hill. I'm I'm getting a little tired now of the Boston teams being talked about in the off season as much as they are during the regular season. I thought like you the, loved the off season. Here's what I like about the off season. Okay, I like actual rumors. I like actual action. That's what I like. What I don't like is three or four days worth of stories about whether Kyrie has made the decision whether or not to sign or not long term. It doesn't behoove him right now to sign long term. So he needs to wait. So he has to say all the right things. Okay. He's not going to be like, I'm waiting until the end so I can make sure I'm getting 38 million a year. God bless him. Do you think? It's Rick. It, it's it's Vic Grossbeck's money and in, in Rich Gotham's. It's not yours, okay? Don't worry about it. You're gonna have to pay for things anyway. Ryan Palmer is paying for all those salaries himself because he goes down to see the games all the time. <laughs> not us, coming out of my let pocket. Us, let us remind people that we didn't get an invite. We on still those. have not gotten <laughs> an invite. I'm still it's all right, though. I'm still waiting for my invite. You know, I would have gone. Right. Middle of the week. We could we could come back and do the show the next okay. morning. We could. We could just show up here and do it. Oh, yeah, well, we did right. that one. I'll no, bring you to a finals game next year. Yeah, next All year. Right. All right. Oh, it's going to be big next year. Well, I know they're going to be there, so. Absolutely. Ah. So we want to know, we talked about it. We, I want to know what your opinion was of the Colangelo fiasco. Philadelphia's GM. Well, I know Ryan did has burner follow, accounts all the time. Did you follow that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't really read up on it. I just saw the headline and was it his wife? Is that yeah. who it was? Yeah. yeah. Well, either supposedly. That, either that or he threw his wife under the bus the first chance he got, one or the other. Kind of like. Which is both bad. Pillow talk. Who was it with the PEDs who threw their wife under the bus at his first? Was that it was Peyton Manning. Yeah. Peyton Manning, yeah. Well, be, and and it was fine Clemens. for and Roger him to Clemens. do that. Roger Clemens, the stuff that. It was his at his house. His wife uh, was injecting herself to look good for the Sports <laughs> Illustrated uh, couples edition. I think that's what he said. Yeah, said. burner accounts. Yeah, no, I do not have one. You don't have one sticking up for you when things go wrong with no, the Jericho baseball team. Do not. No. Don't care. Nothing. Don't care. Okay, just checking. I wanted to. I wasn't sure if you were out searching your name and things. No. Just wasn't sure. So wasn't you've got Easton on the tee already. Well, I do. Now I can't remember. Did you say switch? You got to do right and left hand. Just right, right now. Just we right, right now. Yeah. Did he it, just wants to play ball all day, every did day. Did that come natural to him to hit right-handed? Or? Yeah. Man, you never quite know what's going on outside, do you? No, I was just thinking. No siren yet. Well, it's early. It's only eleven twenty. We we could hear one. They, 
We had two or three yesterday. It was yeah, hopping. I was listening to one of them, yes. It was hopping. Um, that's a fun time. I, I remember soft toss with Josh. We got a, the, the cage for the dog. The dog is six feet high, chain link. You know, she, she's got an inside area and outside area. Soft toss against that baby mm-hmm. all the time. Now I full notice, of life. I noticed that they do. Um, they throw it up in the end, make you watch it when it comes down, and, and time it up. What a little different, you know? Because on soft toss, you know, as you know, you can do inside soft toss or outside, or you know, so that they have to adjust. I think to the it. deal with throwing up a little bit higher is keep your hands back, for like if it's right. a curveball or an off-speed pitch. Yeah, yeah. Learn something every day. All right, my next question. You know, all I keep hearing about is, uh, you know, launch angles and strikeouts and home runs and everything like that. You know, at the high school level, I know you guys are still teaching the fundamentals of baseball. Hit the ball the opposite field, hit and run, bunts, etc., etc. When is that stopping? Is it stopping when they get into the minors now? Are they going to the minor leagues and getting reprogrammed to work on their launch angle and their spin rate? Is that happening in college? Is this happening with personal trainers? I think Where is this happening, Ryan? I think it's happening college. Nothing fries my rear end more than seeing a Major League Baseball player not able to bunt. Oh, must, must frustrate you every day because none of them can do it. I'll never understand it. No. Did you see I'll that? never understand that almost as much as I'll never understand poor free throw shooting in the NBA. Yeah, it's your livelihood. Why every NBA player is not at least 65% mind boggles me. Yeah. It's a free throw. Find a technique that works for you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think college, I think the minors, I, I think that there are some programs that like to think about home runs and well, whatever. Look at Florida like, last night. Sure. Walk off the San Roma. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm a purist, though. I'm not sure I like it. Everybody, I mean, they like they say chicks love the long ball. I don't know. Right now, the game is boring. It's either home run or a strikeout, and there's a lot more strikeouts than home. There've been more. What was the stat? More strikeouts than hits in the major leagues this year so far. More strikeouts than hits in the major leagues this year. So look at how many teams are good. So that makes. So that makes <laughs> a lot of yeah. a lot of hanging around doing it's like nothing. Like six of them. You know, we we were talking about how many teams are over five hundred. Not very many. Now, that has to do with the system as much as anything else. But big market versus small market, for the most part, Oakland has been <laughs> has fought against that for years. But I. Uh, in the Red Sox game the other night, not only did the guy bunt and get on, did you see it? He stepped across the plate. Yeah, I, I He's don't. He's outside of the batter's box. Like, what? I'm not sure the umpire could even see the pitch. What is he looking at? It's automatic. So that is not reviewable. I know, but it. I know, and it's why. But the other, why could could one of the other guys come in and say, "Hey, uh, hey, Joe, yeah, I think you, I think we need to look at, you know, we need to think you, about." You would this. think they'd get that call right. I mean, he stepped right in front of the umpire. I don't understand how he could miss it. Tell you did what, you, the AL West is pretty it? loaded. Yeah. Did you see it, Maddie? 
Guy went to bun for Baltimore. Lefty. Lefty. He stepped. His back foot. Beyond, his back foot. He stepped beyond the base, beyond home plate. His foot was almost, right in almost, front of the catcher. Almost in front of the other batter's box, into the other batter's box, and bunted the ball. He's automatically out. He's out of the batter's box. No call, and it's not reviewable. Now, how how is that not reviewable? Yeah, you can't, Why is anything not reviewable? You can't come out and say, hold it. Can we take a look at that? I think he's a No, no. That's, you're, that's arguing balls and strikes. Probably would have got tossed. Yeah, it's... The things that they've decided are reviewable, not reviewable, either review things or do away with the whole thing. I like, I still like Belichick's idea. Never mind reviewing all these plays. Give each coach two challenges, and they can ask for a challenge on anything that they want. But that's it. Yep. Look at the AL West. Wow. Four out of the five teams are over 500. The AL West? Yeah. Seattle, Houston, especially with Angels the, and Oakland. Especially with the, the Angels are going down without Otani for ever, maybe. That whole Otani thing still my fault. Has uh, has Maddie <laughs> told you his upcoming trip? Speaking of trips, Maddie, tell him where you're going. Uh, June 29th, Yankees, Red Sox. June 30th, Phillies, Nationals. July 1st. Orioles, Angels, July 2nd, Nationals, Red Sox. And I wasn't invited. Why? Uh, same reason I wasn't invited <laughs> to the Celtics games. <laughs> yeah, same reason. I'm, I'm still unaware. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'll be at camp. Otherwise, I would have tried to invite myself. But, you know. I'm sure Jenny would have been thrilled with that. She oh, Jen's like, going oh, yeah. with you? Yeah, her and oh, I are both nice. going. Oh, I'm not just okay. going by myself. Why? I mean, I, I, mean, I, was, I, I was the third wheel of my brother and his girlfriend all five <laughs> games that I went to, and I didn't care. <laughs> yeah? I even sat in the front seat, made her sit in the back. Who went That's the, nice. Who's got the ticket You're lucky uh, Tracy's friend. nice. You know? Who's got the ticket friend? Yeah, what is that all about? Where are you getting him from? Oh, is that is that, is that top secret? Yeah, we'll, like we'll, we'll talk secret. about that off. Yeah, we're going yeah. to need to know that. We're also going to need to know other things as well. We'll take a break. Uh, you need to hear some sponsors. It's Belis Daily, Spectrum Healthcare Partners, Studios, Crossing NBA Radio Network. <laughs> You're listening to the Belis Daily. On Sports Time Maine, AM 780, WTME, Rumford, Mexico, Dixfield. There's a winning culture when it comes to sports teams in New England. Well, now there's a new team to add to the list. The orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners. An all-star team of orthopedic care right here in your backyard. Four of the area's top orthopedic practices, OA Centers for Orthopedics, Central Maine Orthopedics, Falmouth Orthopedic Center, and Maine Ortho have joined forces to become a dream team of orthopedic care, where physicians, surgeons, sports medicine specialists, and clinical staff share resources and work as one to make patient care efficient and more affordable. To learn more about the orthopedic team at Spectrum Healthcare Partners and connect with a provider in your area, visit spectrumhcp.com ortho. That's spectrumhcp.com ortho. We believe in better. 
a better way to invest, a better way to serve you, and a better result. At Frisbee & Associates, we can help you determine how much risk you're taking, red flags that could be potential problems for you, how much you're paying in fees and commissions, potential tax liability, and how to address Social Security. For your free consultation, call Kevin Frisbee at 241-7430. Frisbee & Associates is located in Rumford, Brewer, and in Lewiston at 656 Main Street. Call 241-7430 online at frisbeebenefits.com. See something? Smell something? Do something. When your basement or crawl space smells, don't ignore it. Odors, mold, and harmful pollutants come from too much moisture and not enough air circulation making your home unhealthy. Do something. Call Wave Home Solutions today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. Experts recommend ventilation instead of dehumidifiers to reduce moisture and expel harmful gases and pollutants. Wave moisture control units continuously dry out your home, transforming it into a fresher, healthier environment year-round. Wave units cost only pennies a day to operate, and there are no buckets too empty. Call Wave today at 1-888-980-WAVE or go to goodairusa.com. That's goodairusa.com or call 1-888-980-WAVE. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. Call Wallen Associates now and pay less than you owe. 800-727-0433. That's 800-727-0433. Did you ever look at the stains in your coffee cup and then realize that's exactly what happens to your teeth? Paraswabs is the five-minute solution to get your teeth white without visiting the dentist. This is John Greenhut, the CEO of Paraswabs. And if your teeth are stained from coffee, tea, or smoking, all it takes is five minutes with Paraswabs. In five minutes, you'll see an average of two shades whiter teeth, and in seven days, six shades. It's clinically proven to whiten natural teeth as well as caps and veneers. The secret is a tooth detergent that was developed by Dr. Martin Ginniger that lifts stains off of your teeth. Best of all, there's no messy strips or trays that you have to leave in your mouth for an hour. Just swab your teeth for five minutes, and you're done. To try Paraswabs risk-free, call 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. I guarantee your bright white smile will have your friends talking about how great you look. Try it risk-free today. 1-800-679-0969. That's 1-800-679-0969. All aboard MBR.org! The place to get all your high school and amateur sports news and information. MBR.org is in high gear with Maine High School Winter Sports. Go to MBR.org to chat about your favorite team. Find the latest articles, travel news, and cancellations. Or visit their all-new and very popular team pages. MBR.org has everything you want to know about high school and amateur sports in Maine. Coming in February, all the high school tournament action at your fingertips 24-7. It's high school sports heaven. All aboard MBR.org! Bring your talents to PepsiCo. If you have a Class A CDL and you are 21 or older, apply for a new career at PepsiCo in Auburn as a full-time relief driver with a competitive benefits package beginning on day one, including medical, dental, vision, legal, paid holidays and vacations, and a 401k plan with company match. Our drivers are home every night and earn $20.50 to $22.40 per hour. Now offering a $1,500 sign-on bonus, PepsiCo is an equal opportunity employer. Apply online at pepsijobs.com.
Felix Daly, Spectrum Healthcare Partners, Series across the NBA Radio Network. Manny Wing and Palmer with you on a Tuesday. Now, you ended up the last segment saying you were sick and tired of the Boston teams and the talk in the offseason. i got to hear more about that. The reason I'm sick of it is because I'm sick of hearing about what Kyrie's going to do next year. Like, we haven't even decided what flipping uh we haven't even decided what uh what, what lebron's doing yet you know he's not coming to boston is he come on no no i just don't think look i know it's a business we, short term that'd be okay long term it'd be a disaster we we talked we talked about this the other day first of all you you traded for Kyrie. it's not fair to him he left cleveland because he didn't want to play with LeBron, mainly because he wants to be the guy. Secondly, Hayward came to your place to play for Stevens. One of those two guys is going to have to go. I mean, I know it's a business, but I think when you want to try to attract somebody in the future, you let a, a free agent come one year, get hurt, and then dump them, not good. I If I was a free agent, I'd be saying to you, I'm not... I don't trust you. You're gonna you're gonna do anything, you know. You know I don't know. But I don't know what's up with Kyrie. Is it? Is he want the attention? Is he? I mean, the word is I heard yesterday on the radio he wants to go to New York because that's where he's from. Yeah, no, I don't. Well, who's crazy enough to play for either the Knicks or the Nets when you can you can win at least two championships, maybe three with the Celtics if everybody stays healthy. I mean, I think they're 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 in a spot. Hey, they. They can be really good for quite a while. I know it's so hard to say because Cleveland was the team that beat them. But if Boston wins that series, no, I don't. No. I don't think they get swept in the finals. No, and I think no, I don't think they I do think either. they're better than Cleveland. Well, look, Cleveland doesn't get swept in the finals either if J.R. Smith doesn't lose his brain. <laughs> oh, he had one. But he was. He wasn't. It wasn't all him. LeBron, the coach, anybody could have called the timeout. I know. But no one's thinking to call a timeout when you have a goddamn layup well, right in front of you. Well, once he started going into the twilight zone, somebody <laughs> needed to say timeout. They would have had maybe like three seconds to, to loop it into LeBron. You know he would have got the call. You know it. There's no doubt in my mind. Even if nobody was around him, he would have got the call. And even if he didn't get the call, he's strong enough to make stuff, right? Sure. Strong enough to get a foul. Get the finish. Yeah. Yeah. Strong enough to make a whiteboard. We we discussed that yesterday. Crush that. So what else? Is that the only Boston team you're worried about, Kyrie? Well, during so the break, I, I mean, and then they talk about the 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 Patriots all the time, every off season. It's Patriots, Patriots, well, Patriots are wrapping up. I mean, yesterday Adam Schefter tweets out that the Patriots went to Fenway Park. Yeah, that's how light it is right now. But we still talk about the Patriots. So what? What else are we going to talk about? That's the point. Why? Who cares? I do. What? Uh, but don't we? But isn't this the time of year where people are supposed to get focused on the sport that's going on, i.e., baseball? Where is that? I think all those teams. You're are in a pennant race right now, right? All yeah, but there's 162 games, as my wife reminds you're me. You're 23 there games over 500. In you're second 23 place. games <laughs> over 500. You're tied for first, barely. Okay. Technically. Technically, and every game matters right now. So every time you I'm don't it, score a run against Chris Sale and the White Sox, it's a problem. And people are like, oh, you're, you're, I'm excited you about it. It's 162 I, games. You can't take each one seriously. If you lose by one game, well, if you didn't take I'm one paying, seriously, guess I'm what? I'm paying attention to it, but every team is trying, in Boston or any other city, is trying to vie for a piece of the pie. And it's hard to ignore the Patriots. They have, for 18 years, been on top of the league. Oh, yeah. I'm interested. 
Yeah, but I'm not hearing about, like, you know, did the Seahawks go to the movies yesterday? I haven't heard about that nationally. But I'm hearing about the Patriots. Brady and Gronk weren't even there. Hey. The, and, of course, they had to mention that because it's like, you know, God forbid Tom Brady spent some time with his family after not doing Seahawks it for 18 years. The have left so many guys that you don't have enough guys left to go to the movies. That's the why that wasn't reported. Mm-hmm. What's the, you know, Thomas, the safety now has had it. Uh, they've mismanaged the uh, the cap, and now the Legion of Boom is gone. Boom is right. They popped it, I think. So report. So let me let me get this. Let's say Kyrie leaves. If you think if Danny even thinks there's a hint that he might not stay, then he'll keep Rozier. Can we win without Kyrie? If we keep if we keep Rozier and Smart, Haywood comes back. I think you or saw what happens in the playoffs when you don't have a Kyrie. When, when you don't have a star, there's no you question. You have to have someone who can score even when your set plays aren't working. Yeah, I so, thought maybe Rozier might work out, you know, during the playoffs. But boy, was he god awful in that last game. The last game, he was two for ever. So two for forever. So. Uh, Who's going to be available by number twenty-seven in the first? In the I first don't final? not not anybody that's going to help much that we know of. You know, maybe they get DiVincenzo. You know, I don't know. So what what move would Danny make? Let's say he's not sure about he's not sure about uh, Kyrie. What move does he make? Hmm. Who's Question. out there? Who's out there? And who's he willing to give up? I just see like the past five years, all you heard is building for the future, building for the future. Now you have that team that you the built. Future is why now. are you getting? Why would you? Why yeah. would you mess this up? Yeah, let he, that same team come back with Kyrie and Hayward and see what you can do. Oh, I'm, oh, he'll be back next year. He's still got another year, but I think Maddie's worried about after that. Yeah, I can see maybe that. maybe if he has a taste of. Hoisting the, hoisting the championship. What do they call it in basketball? They, I mean, hockey. It's, they call it's it a trophy. Cup. Yeah, the Larry O'Brien Trophy, right? Yeah. Is that what it's called? MVP's the Bill Russell Award. Right. I really wish they'd go with the uh, instead of that trophy. I really wish they would. Um, really, really wish that they would uh, go with the gold ball for those. I think it should just be the gold ball all the way through. The winner of the three-point contest gets a gold ball. Yeah. See, that's not. They should get something else. <laughs> You know, keep it. You could be like cycling, and they have a an award for every stage in cycling. Too many awards. Yeah, they. I think the trophy. I mean, it's it's hard to compare with the Stanley Cup, but but something with some pizzazz would be nice. I think you're right. Just a little something, right? So yeah. during our last break, it felt like Christmas of 1984 over here with uh, Maddie playing with all those toys. Yeah, we got a new, uh, we got the new studio camera, which we're working on. I told him I had a, I got a face made for radio, but he's he's going on on the edge. Because he may be telling me I'm being replaced. We can't possibly have that mug on the air. Yeah. <laughs> subtle, very subtle. Okay, wing, we're putting you on your face on the air. Whoa. 
Yes, 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 yes. So yes, it's yes, going to yes. be operational when we come back on Monday, you think? Um, Monday? Almost time to go to Big G's. Just saying. Monday? Oh, I wait, don't no, know. going after. I might have forgot. Monday, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We're maybe. Just another we'll manic. You're Monday. going to need something to hold you over, though, aren't you? What are you going to you want us to stop on the way? Is that a fat joke? Wow. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm just thinking about your energy level. I don't want you. I had energy boost stuff in this bad you, boy. I don't want you fading on me. My blue game. drink concoction. Can't tell you what's in it. Oh, you made it yourself? No. Bought it oh. at the store. Just a little bit of Mio. There. So I think we we zip that game through. It'll be going to everybody. It's going to be low scoring. You think so? The, the regular season game was two to one. Yep, I'm telling you, it's going to be eleven to ten. The, yeah, the one, probably. the one thing that I that I like about I, I don't see a lot of Class A softball versus like Class C softball and even some Class B is some of those C and in the B and C games just walk after walk after oh, yeah. walk. Yeah, you don't see that a lot in Class A. Let, let us not forget when I first started as an AD, the softball games used to be. Remember, there's no wind. It was no windmill. It's a slingshot. I just throw it in there, twenty four to twenty. No. They took forever. And when my wife first started coaching, seriously, she came home and she goes, I don't know. I, I go, what? I mean, she's never discouraged. She's one of those. She goes, I don't know. I said, what? She said, well, we were working with the catchers. And I look over. And they're all down on one knee. And I went, what, what are you guys doing? They said, we're, we're catching. She goes, no. That's not how catchers... So she's from the stand. She's, they go, this is really hard, Christian. <laughs> then you don't want to be a catcher then. She had to take an infield to put a man who would, I mean, can you imagine? No wonder they scored 20 runs. Down on one knee to catch. Every time. Yeah, you know. Everybody thinks they're Benito Santiago. I catch in men's league when I'm not playing. I'm not pitching. And I mean, okay. Nobody I refuse on? to wear these Nobody on? That's one thing, but. Not when there's somebody on. Yeah, the Tony Pena stance there with the one yeah, leg out. And blocking and holy. That's another thing we've lost from every level, especially the major leagues. Blocking on a ball in the dirt, they have no idea. They're still trying to sweep their glove through. What I love, and I see it even at the high school level sometimes, but primarily at the, the younger middle school and even the Caribbean that I umpire, is how many catchers will turn themselves away from the ball. Do you realize all your protection is right it's in front of you? Front. It's on the front. Not you on turn your to the side, side and your you're going to take shot. one right in the ribs. Turn it's your not going to feel good. Turn your head. No, we were talking about that. I, I love Johnny Bench, but you know, I, I swear he did a disservice because he was so good with his hands. People got the idea. Everybody can catch that way. Uh-uh, you can't. Tried and true. Get your leg out. Turn your body towards the pitcher. Get both hands down. Block the ball. Honest to God, I know, in every team, I, I mean, he complains all the time. Sanchez can't even catch the ball, let alone block it. Red Sox the other night had one get through. I know they call him wild pitch, but if the catcher could catch, it's not a wild pitch. It's just a ball in the dirt. I mean, every now and then you're going to get crossed up. Cause it oh, no it question. And when you throw a curveball, it's supposed to bounce back towards you, but depending on what it hits, maybe not. I mean, I understand that too, but. Uh, there's that. I, I think we throw people at first base at every level because they can hit and figure in, well, they don't have to do much at first base. 
So you get the guy that doesn't understand really the footwork around first base, how to straddle the bag until you see where the ball is and then go. They, they come back and they put a foot on the bag and then they get no way to adjust to a ball off right or left. And they have no idea what to do when the ball's in the dirt. You know, the, all those kind of fundamentals. It's, like, it's what you said about bunting. Where is it? Little league game I did the other day. I was furious. <laughs> Three, two on the batter. And the 12-year-old pitcher shakes the catcher off three times. What in <laughs> Sam hell are you throwing? The gyro ball. The catcher yeah, calls timeout and says, can I go talk to him? I said, no. What? He goes, really? I go, yeah, make it quick. Really? Three times the pitcher's shaking and said, no. Shaking him what off. What are you I doing? I love it. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, the gyro. The yeah. gyro ball. Yeah, how'd that work out for us? You know what's crazy? When you look at his, at, uh, does, uh, what's his name? Dice Gay's stats, they look great. He, yeah. he won a whole bunch of games. He didn't lose a lot. The problem is five innings. That's it. There's no way he's going beyond that because he spent too much time fooling around. Five innings. That'll kill a, a bullpen. That's where it hurt Mountain Valley the other day at Wells. They had... They used their two top pitchers actually in that York game. So they obviously the starter wasn't, but the reliever with the pitch count was five pitches beyond uh. the. So he was unavailable for the Wells game as well. So they threw their three, and he threw to three batters in the third inning. He was at 86 pitches. Holy. 2 0, 3 0, 3 1, always pitching from behind. Every time. That's what anybody does now. They just pitch from behind, and it's because I think I think you can I think you can solve baseball in two ways. One, get rid of the home plate umpire calling balls and strikes. Bring in the tennis laser. It's either strike or it's not. That's it. We're done. Is We're done some, here. Is there somebody standing back there? So when they slide in, no, the they're, home, they're standing the back there. They can they can monitor the visits. Your home plate. You all you're doing with a home plate umpire is you're taking away Running the, the balls game. and strikes. Right. Right. Handle everything else. Back up your first base. Get whatever it is. Okay, just stop with the balls and strikes, because there's too many times this year, and I've watched it with the Red Sox and the Yankees, because they're two teams that have really good eyes in the batter's box. Even last night, that Orioles reliever was right. I thought he was going to get tossed because he was getting squeezed. Yeah, bad. he was squeezed bad. When they show you what gets you is with baseball, is they show you the square that it fits, and when it's off of that. And the guy goes strike. You're like, what? What, what are you doing? No. You get a laser. You get the tennis laser beam there, like a fault hits the line. Boop, boop. Well, it's like the. I mean, I swear there was a ten year period where they never called anything above the the belt a strike, even though it was in the strike zone. Never mm -hmm. called it. Never. Ever. It was like holy. Ee. Talk about frustrating for a pitcher. Slows the game down. Then you got especially young kids. They're looking for walk instead of looking to hit the ball. We're all concerned about kids' pitch counts now, right? So why are we making them throw more pitches because our umpires can't call strikes and they're making them throw more pitches? And a lot of times they're calling the balls and strikes on the 1-1 pitch. And it's changing the entire count. So if you go 1-2... 
odds are, you know, you're you're probably going to try to get that. You're probably going to pump one in there. Okay, you're going to keep that thing down. Whereas if you if it goes two one, you know, I guarantee you on a two one pitch, the next pitch is being taken. Nobody's swinging at a two one pitch anymore. They're either swinging at the first pitch or they're swinging at three two. There's no happy medium with anybody anymore. <laughs> Painful. So change it. Change it up. Get get the get the subjective umpire. Like, I should not it's just like the NBA. I should not base what I'm betting on based on who the officials are. But you can. Oh, yeah. There's actual stats out there. There are websites. That will tell you that if a certain umpire is behind home plate, that game is probably going to go over the total. What if, so if you find a total of around six or seven, man, you can hit that thing in the third inning because he's constantly squeezing pitchers and they get tired, they get to bullpens, and then it's home run, home run, home run. What about the the? Uh, I mean, I know you got to do something else with your pitchers so that they are ready to be stretched out and pitch longer. But what if they did something like? Every batter, three pitches. You know, something like that. In other words, you got to hit. And I don't know exactly how to frame it, but you know what I'm talking about? In yep. other words, you you put it down where something has to happen. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting desperate here trying to think. But, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of felt the same way. I, I, we've, I'm sure I'm old and grumpy, as uh, what's his name, Travis said, but... You know, we're losing fundamentals, and one of the reasons baseball in particular has dropped in popularity is it isn't the game that it used to be. You know, hmm. it just isn't. To have more strikeouts than hits in the major leagues at any point in the season, let alone this late into the season, is horrible. Terrible, and it's terrible to watch. What would you say? So it's all about the long ball. Yeah. Oh, no question about that. But what's it getting for us? I don't know. Not it's not It's not doing much for me. Not but me you, But you'd say the same thing. You call hundreds of basketball games. What fundamentals? No. None. I mean, I, I watch kids. They don't have any idea how to play defense. And I'm not talking about they've been sitting in a zone. They play a man-to-man. And something as simple as they how many... Don't, they don't know how to do it. How many people get the ball with the back to the basket? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Mr. Hockey, i got a question for you. All righty. The Boston Bruins... Uh-oh. ...are in the lead to sign Ilya Kovalchuk. Oh, baby. Talking about a sniper. Problem is, he's, he's going to be worth big money. Not necessarily. Right. Are they trading or he's a free he's agent? He's a free agent because he's playing over and wherever, right? Wow. Yeah, that would be a nice pickup. Put him with Krejci. All right, so you like that move. Would that be better than Nash in your mind? Oh, yeah, God. Palmer, if we could teach him to skate, it would be better than Nash. Can't skate. Really? I just don't think for what Nash is going to want for a contract... I mean, he had a golden opportunity. Golden. The, a team that's in the playoffs, which he hadn't been in much, and a chance for him to show his stuff to get a, a new contract, be wicked popular in Boston. What does he do? He public skates up and down on the wing. He doesn't throw that big body around at all. 
He doesn't really take any good shots. And he's the first one to change every time it's time to change lines. So, really, he did nothing, in essence. So, I was wrong. That Haldale Moranicook baseball game is today. I thought it was tomorrow. Yeah. I have to look for really? updates on that. I think we've got a few. Should be a couple around. Should be. I, I feel like this is pretty much... Somebody will be there. This week and last week are pretty much what the main sports media lives for in the spring. Because it's just craziness. But you know, okay, you look up in the sky. Don't have thunderstorms. We don't have rain. Just get it, get them in. Okay, so we don't have to worry about them getting moved. Just... just Get him, and so everybody's out, and then everybody like treats it like summer vacation, which I find hilarious because Legion Ball is already like ready to go. Yeah, the Junior Legion that we were going to have, but it fell through. Was my um, first game was supposed to be yesterday, the tenth. Mm-hmm. Whatever the tenth was. Although you know that's another frustration of mine on the other in the other extreme. I coached Babe Ruth, and my kids played and whatever. It, you start the season when the weather's lousy. And you play like crazy until first of July, and then they're done. Yep. It's like literally the same thing. The little league in our area right now is about three quarters of the way yeah. through towards the end of the regular season. And then all summer they don't play baseball. It's like what? Just the All Stars play. It's crazy. Matter of fact, when I was in Skowhegan, they talked for a long time of dropping out of the little league and going to just finding the surrounding times towns and just play. Our four teams and your four and their three and making our own league and play all summer. End up first of August. At least play all the way through July. They catered to the All-Stars too much. Okay, it's great. I'm okay with the All-Star. But in our area, there's one All-Star team. So you have what? 70 or 80 kids playing, but you're going to work your season around the 12 kids 12. they have on the All-Star team? 12, right. Twelve. I even brought up playing longer because obviously the All-Star stuff's going to be on the weekend for the most part. So you have your your league, your town league, play Monday and Wednesday, then take the rest of that week off for the All-Stars. Play a little bit longer that way. What they do in hockey is they say, okay, dear coach, you got you got two kids in your team that are All-Stars. We're going to take them. You'll have them for uh, these games, which is most of them. And they got to play on your team, but otherwise they can't play on ours. And they will take them and play all summer too. They call them elites or selects or whatever, so that the kid plays in both that regular program and they also get selected for a team that plays. Now it's a little bit extra for the parents of that kid that is playing on two teams. You know, more, more travel, more time, whatever. But I think it solves one of the issues you're talking about. Everybody ought to play all summer long. Speaking of a little bit of travel, I'm going to change subjects for a second because I meant to bring it up when we were talking to Travis. But as far as the conference championship games, of course, it would add travel because it wouldn't work out because baseball and softball usually travel all together. So you have, right now we have a 16-game schedule. You make a 15-game schedule. That last game, your two top teams who are going to play for the conference championship play that game. And it's going to be your last regular season game, so it's going to it's going to count for something because you're going to want to get right. the heel points, right? And then go down from there. You know, one and two play, three and four play, all the way down. Of all course, down it would softball is going to be different. It's not going to be the same, so it would add a little bit of travel, but make that game meaningful. This 
the MVC game this past year, a couple weeks ago, Haldale and Lisbon played the last regular season game on Wednesday. Both through their number one pitchers, because it's a heel point game. They play in the conference championship game on Thursday. You're going to a game labeled championship, and both teams are throwing their three and four guys. Really? Yeah. Good point. Well, boys, we've reached the end. I don't know what you guys are going to... Big G's. Big G's. Not till after. He's got it on the brain. I can still talk about it. He forgets there's a game before that. I needed something to hold me over. You guys are gonna, I can eat there twice. Here's my guess. My guess is you guys are probably... If you guys are smart, what you'll do is you can go to... Okay, yeah, that's what you could do. You could go to Sabatis. You could go to the Sabatis exit, and you could stop at Moe's, okay, and get something to eat, and then shoot your way up the, shoot your way up the interstate, get to Winslow. And then you have your game, and you got to be hungry, okay? There, you did get siren, some sirens. You got a siren. Did you get your siren? You were safe. And it is from the Auburn Fire Department. With a minute to spare. Yeah. And they are not... Oh, they get the boat. And they are not driving down the wrong side of the road today. So that's good. But yeah, you can go to Moe's, grab some breakfast, then you can do your game, then you can go to Big G's after. Because I know you're not going to finish your Big G's sandwich anyway. You're going to bring the other half home. So. Wings going to be eating that all week. Probably going to just get a half. Oh, we get a Baconator, no bun. Yeah. <laughs> that's how to do it. Then they'll ask you if you have an allergy. It's a B-list daily it, from the Spectrum Healthcare Park. Oh, yeah. It's they have a Baconator with no bun? Yeah, you're just telling them that. They'll ask you if you have an allergy or if it's a preference. Yeah. Yeah, what I do is I, I tell them it's a... Uh, uh, actually, I don't even do that anymore. I just say I want five beef patties, and they'll say small or large, and then you order three sides of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 99 cents for the small patties and $1.19 for the big patties. So. Huh. That avoids the whole <laughs> vegetable thing. Is it Big G's? Thing. No, 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 no. We're Wendy's. talking about Wendy's. Oh. Oh, at Wendy's, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, wow, Big G's does that? No, That's what, weird. That, what's the point of doing that? I mean, look at, think of the pastrami, think of the rye bread that you're missing out on when this happens, you know? Palmer, thank you. Yes, sir. Wang, thank you. Have a good broadcast we'll tonight. We'll see you later. Oxford Hills Baseball and Softball tonight on the stations of Gleason Media. Get all the broadcast listings at WRRadio.com. <laughs>